G'day everyone, welcome to the Unbox Your Give podcast. I'm your host, Rita Joyan. Today's topic is about a question that I've been receiving consistently, and that is, how do I not give up? How do I not give up? How do I not doubt myself? How do I not have the urge to give up when it all seems hard? I don't know about you if you've ever been in that situation where it all has kind of seemed hard. And what is the distinction from deluding yourself and thinking something is going to work and not knowing really for sure if something it's going to take off. Like, how do you know that? How do you know that you're not just kind of, you know, living in the, your head's in the clouds and you're not living from that versus knowing that something's going to work out. So I want to share with you reasons as to how you would identify that. And uh, to just to make it clear, because it's happening so often that people find that they're in, and I myself have been in that, so I'm not exempt, but I've recognized how to eliminate that feeling of, well, it's just getting hard. How do I like, keep faith? How do I keep motivated? How do I keep inspired? How do I keep going when I really don't want to keep going? All right. So three things. Number one, you've got to understand that you can't be playing in the middle. What do I mean by that? At school, we're taught that you need to be able to be good at English, good at maths, good at history, good at science, good at all the subjects you're supposed to be taught. When I was interviewing, um, one of my uh, experts on the, un- on the Unbox You Give podcast, she, one of them was a former teacher. And she has seven kids from the ages of four to 14, like, hello, and she homeschools them. Like, having kids at that, like, of that age range is hard enough. And then to add to it, to homeschool them, like, that's like, you know, like a superstar quality. So she said to me that her son, um, her being a former school teacher, she said her son really excels in maths. And she said to me that if she had put her, her son in school, the son would have just done, you know, normal year nine maths. Like he's in year nine, he would have just done normal year nine maths. But because she knows that he excels in maths, he is now doing maths, you know, in terms of the work two years ahead of his age. And the reason why he, she can do that for him is because he's being homeschooled. In school, as a teacher, she said, you're taught to teach kids through the, in the middle. So not too far ahead, not too low, but in the middle. And the kids have to somehow get to that middle if they can reach it, if they find it too hard, if they, you know, they've just got to make sure they meet that middle mark because that's what they're being uh, assessed on. And that conditioning of playing in the middle because we've been used to that for 13 years of school, comes across in our professional life. And so when we choose to go after a passion, we're not actually playing on the edges. And the edges is where all the success is had. The edges, not in the middle. The middle is I feel tired. And we can feel tired. It's not like we don't feel tired. But when you want to give up, it's because you're playing in the middle. And here's what I mean. Let me give you a story about it. There's a gentleman that I wanted to interview a little while ago by the name of Stephen Pressfield. I don't know if you've heard of him. Stephen was a guy who's done all the odd jobs, really. He's been a fruit picker. He's been a mental, um, in a mental hospital, being an attendant for a, at a mental hospital. He's been a truck driver. He's had all the odd jobs just to support his passion of writing. And at one point, he was living uh, out of his car. And so do you, what do you think to yourself when you're living out of a car and you're doing odd jobs 
and life is getting on and you're not getting any younger, at what point do you think to yourself, like, am I deluding myself? Like, really? Like, come on. Like, is this, is this all there is? Like, I need to go get a proper job. I need to knuckle down. I need to just, like, stop with this foolish behavior. But Stephen didn't. Stephen kind of kept going with it. And what happened was that he wrote a novel and that novel was taken by the US military and taken to train recruits. He then wrote another book uh, and the name evades me right now, but he wrote another book and that became a screenplay which Will Smith and Matt Damon starred in. Then he started writing more and he built a publishing uh, house and he he just went on to really accelerate. And the reason why I believe that Stephen Pressfield accelerated is because he was playing on that edge, the edge of risk, the edge of not being in the middle, the edge of even though he was tired, even though he was probably very frustrated, even though he wasn't getting anywhere for a very long time, even though it was getting hard, even though he was living out of his car, he still played at that edge. And because he did that, it came through. Like things started to work from him. And that's no guarantee that when you play on the edge, things are going to work out. But there's a greater security in knowing that playing on the edge, there's a possibility, a chance of making it into your passion, turning that into a profession, than, you know, completely not thinking you're going to do that yourself. So how do you know what to do or how do you know if you're on the right track or not? It's really about asking yourself, are you playing in the middle? How long have you played for in the middle? or Are you playing on the edges? And if you're not playing on the edges, here's how to know for sure. How much choice do you have? Like if your passion can't be translated into a profession, and it may not for many people, but it may do it for you, right? If it can. If it doesn't work out, have you ever contemplated, what if it doesn't work out, I'm going to go and get a job. If it doesn't work out, have you ever contemplated, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do X, I'm going to do Y. Because you have choice is the reason why you feel like giving up. Because you have a choice. When I was, when my parents were, um, when we became refugees from Afghanistan and we were, uh, you know, obviously escaping Afghanistan, we had, my parents had no choice in the matter. We had to escape. We're going to either risk dying being there or we're going to risk dying escaping. And then once we're on the journey of escaping, like that is the total unknown. You're in a war zone and you're trying to escape and you're trying to not get caught and you're trying to make it over the border and you're trying to get all your, you know, like it's just like on and on. You're trying to keep everyone's stomachs full and no one crying and some water on the road and some clean. You know, it's just the list goes on of what you've got to do. While you're on the road, you might think maybe this was a bad idea. You can't exactly go back. Like you can't, what are you going to go back to? You've already covered so much ground to get to where you were. To go back is just, completely insanity and so because we had no choice coming out of Afghanistan we had to do whatever it took to get to the other side and that's what Stephen did he had to do whatever he did now obviously two extremely different examples but no none other what the concept remains the same that there was no choice Stephen had no choice in the matter Stephen couldn't feel like doing anything else but writing. When J.K. Rowling finished writing the Harry Potter series, she was asked, are you going to continue writing? And her answer to that was, I need to continue writing for my mental health. When that thing that you want to do becomes so necessary as much as it is to breathe, then 
the excuses, the choices that you have are eliminated. And by default, because the choices are eliminated, now you play on the edges. For, you see what it's getting at? Now you play on the edges. You come away from the middle and now you play in the risk zone. All or nothing, baby. And that's what you're playing for. And that's the same thing when you're escaping as a refugee, obviously a very different case. But it's still the same thing. When you remove choice from what you have, you have to make do with what you have. And, and don't force a passion on yourself. It's not about forcing something. It's about really, would you do anything for this? Like, would you really go breathing for this? Is, does it mean that much to you? Because when it does, that's when you can let go of the conditioning of being in the middle and play towards the edges. And that's really what it is. So the first thing is playing on the edges, not in the middle. The second thing is eliminating choice. The th by the way, um, I mentioned Stephen Pressfield. Before I move on, he sent me some of his books, Turning Pro, uh, Walls Change, Worry, Walls Change, Warriors Don't. That's another title of his book. And another one which is called um, The Art of War. The War of Art, sorry, The War of Art, which he's written. And all these three books are basically about how he got from a truck driver uh, picking fruit to, you know, being an attendant at a hospital and then how he became an author, a published author, creating his own, um, you know, publishing press, you know, getting to all that, getting his movies up, you know, all that stuff. How did he do that? That's in these books that he's got. And he sent me copies of these books. And if you're not part of the unboxyourgift.com uh, community, if you go to unboxyourgift.com, anytime that I make, uh, you know, giveaways or I do freebies or I make offers of any kind, I always, always, always first go to the community at unboxyourgift.com who are part of my email list where they get an email from me every Thursday. Uh, at one o'clock, uh, yeah, um, Australian time, I was going to say, uh, because I know everyone listens from different parts of the world. So if you want to go and be one of the people who gets it, I can't give any more uh, books away because they're all gone. Everyone snapped one up. I wrote the email just yesterday and everyone who wanted one uh, wrote to me and said, I want one, I want one. So I'm just now going to be posting them out to everybody. So if you want to be amongst the recipients of giveaways that I do like Stephen Pressfield's book of how he went from you know truck driver to turning pro that's one of the titles of his book turning pro tap your inner power and create your life's work uh, then make sure you go to unboxyourgift.com and sign up so that you can be uh, in the know of all the stuff that's going on in terms of passion turning into a profession getting insights that I only share with my community on a Thursday and giveaways that I do so go ahead and do that unboxyourgift.com. All right. So the way to know or the way why you're feeling like you're giving up or is it the right time to give up or what do I do when I feel like giving up? Are you playing at the edges? If you're not, it's because you have too much choice. When you eliminate choice, that takes you to the third thing. And that is that now you're going to really get really intimate with how disciplined you are and how consistent you are. And that's probably one of the biggest root reasons why things don't go because we can feel like, like really motivated one day and we're going to feel really motivated one day and we're going to just give it our best and then Tuesday comes and then Wednesday comes and by Thursday we're like, oh, I don't know if it's working out. By Friday, like, oh my God, am I on the right track? Am I doing the right thing? Is this going to work? You know, that kind of, and that is not discipline. That's not mental discipline. And it's not consistent mental effort. 
So what you need to look at once you're playing at the edges, once you take away choice and you have no other choice but to do this thing that you really lights you up and that you can add value to the world and it gives you purpose in the world, then you need to act on your discipline and your consistency because your discipline and consistency is what going to give you the ability to have mental stability, to have the ability the ammunition that you need mentally to not yo-yo up and down like a thermometer. When you're high, you're high. When you're low, you're low. You need to stabilize all those up and down mood swings and stabilize it so that you can continue playing on the edges and not freak out because you've got no other choice because it's all a mental game. So what I would advise is for the next 90 days, and I'm actually doing this right now, for the next 90 days, I was actually doing it for 30, but I'm going to extend it to 90 Focus on your discipline. When you say you're going to meet someone, meet them on that time. When you say, when you say anything, keep to your word. That's discipline. When you say I'm not going to eat any more junk food, you keep to your word. When you say you're going to meet your friend at 9 a.m. at the cafe, you meet her at 9 a.m. Keep with the more you keep to your word, the more you know when you make a goal, you're going to get it because you keep to yourself. You keep to your word. And the reason why we get unenthusiastic about, oh well, I hope this happens. It's because we've let ourselves down so often that we've said something when we haven't kept to it and therefore that's built a muscle that's inconsistent. And so when an opportunity comes, when a goal comes, when we're trying to do something, well, all that stuff that we're not good at, all the stuff that we've let ourselves down comes as an ocean of thought in our minds and we feel like, I hope I can pull this off rather than I'm going to pull this off because I've done that in the past. I've kept to my word in the past. So it's really important to have the, that discipline. Second thing is consistency. Make sure that it's, you're consistent for 90 days. It's easy to fall off the radar and go, I don't feel like it and have your feelings get in the way. There's a difference between intuition and feeling. Intuition is this God-given angelic whisper that comes to you about what's right, what's wrong, who, what to do, what not to do, right? That's the intuition. Don't mistake an intuition for feeling. Feeling is I don't feel like going for an eating healthy. I don't feel like... Um, reading. I don't feel like doing that thing that I need to do because it's going to make me progress forward. I don't feel like doing this because it's boring. Feelings are another one reason why consistency gets la gets blurred. Like when you say I'm going to eat healthy and you eat healthy for three days and then the fourth day is like, oh, just one day of splurge. And then, you know, you're going to start back up again on the next day and it's still not, you lose the momentum. So, your consistency comes really, it's derived from your feelings. And so as long as you have your feelings in check and you don't give in to your feelings of what you feel like and what you don't feel like, that's when you'll become consistent. That's when you'll become consistent because as long as you're dictated by what you feel like and what you don't feel like, or what you're in the mood for or you're not in the mood for, like you're going to be going up and down like a thermometer. And nobody wants to be around that kind of person. You don't want to be dealing with yourself like that. It's too turbulent. And I know that I'm speaking from experience because I was that. I am that. I continue to work on myself on that particular thing to remove the feeling from the consistency of the things that I need to do. And then last under that bracket for the next 90 days, once you keep your word to yourself, the discipline, once you keep consistent and do the thing over and over again, in other words, you don't get your feelings in the way, now you've got to look at the strategy. Maybe the strategy that you're deploying to move your passion to a profession isn't the right strategy. And you've got to get real, really real because maybe you've spent a lot of money, maybe you've spent a lot of time, maybe you've 
invested a lot of effort and maybe it's just the direction you're, you're running towards is the incorrect direction for you or the strategy or the method or the way or the, the modeling that you're doing right now is the wrong way to do it. Maybe there's a better way, maybe there's a different way. And you need to look at, is your strategy correct? Um, I know that every week when I look at what my skill and my projects, what I need to do, I look at how am I doing it? How am I doing it is the strategy? And can I improve on the strategy? Can I make it better? So for example, when I post and when I record podcasts and videos and uh, write articles, what I try and do is I try and have a strategy in place so that it's easier for me to do. So I'm not kind of writing an article and then recording a video and then doing a podcast. You know, like I'm trying to like have a streamlined process, a system, so that my strategy allows me to optimize my time. How I'm doing it doesn't like kind of drain me. So how I'm doing it, I'm trying to improve it as much as I can every day and every day it's a work in progress. But as long as I'm working on the strategy, I know I'm tweaking the direction that I'm working in rather than not working on the strategy and not knowing if I'm ever going to get there, like to my end goal. So if you're thinking, let me sum this up for you. If you're thinking of completely, <laughs> totally throwing in the towel, if you're thinking of giving up, if you're thinking of it's getting too hard, I don't know, you know, there's an urge to want to give up. There's an urge to want to just not go through with it. There's an urge to doubt yourself. There's an urge to, you know, completely just, you know, terminate the project, terminate the passion, terminate the profession, just turn your back on it and just go to the easy path. Ask yourself just these questions before you do. And anytime you feel low, anytime you feel like, am I going the right way? Ask yourself, am I playing on the edges or am I playing in the middle? Like in other words, am I just giving my all like mental, emotional, like this all or nothing. Like there is no going back. Like there is no plan B. Like there is no other choice. If you're not playing on the edges, well, what choices do you have that's stopping you? Because whatever other options that you've got going on is what's stopping you from playing at the edge and giving it your, your all because that's really why you're feeling down because you're competing with everyone else that's in the middle. And then thirdly, when you've eliminated choice and you've worked out what the choices are that's stopping you because you've got a plan B in place or an options and it's not obvious plan B, but there is something in the background, back of your head, back of your mind that you've got. Then the third thing is that you want to take a look at specifically for the next 90 days, for the next 90 days, I need to keep my word to myself. I need to be able to be consistent. In other words, my feelings are not going to get in the way and I need to improve on my strategy. How am I doing it? Maybe the way I'm going about it is incorrect. And if you can do a stock take and look at all those reasons, look at all those things playing on the edges, you've got too much choice. What about your discipline, keeping your word to yourself? What about your consistency? How are your feelings getting in the way? And then lastly, your strategy. If you can look at those five things, if you are able to do that, and for the next 90-day work on discipline, consistency, and strategy, you will see yourself and you will see what you need to improve on. You will see truly whether you need to throw in the towel, whether you're being delusional, or whether you need to really work on discipline, strategy, and consistency, play on the edge and get rid of choice. And I, I, I believe, I have a hunch, what you'll find is that it's probably the latter. It's probably the discipline, the consistency, the strategy, 
the too many choices that you've got going on or a particular choice and not playing on the edge. I can probably pretty much say 80% of people listening to this, watching this is on the ladder. But unless you do a stock take and look at where your effort, where your mind, where your thinking is going by doing this exercise, you're always going to be feeling like, oh, this is too hard. But if you have a way to remedy, if you can get back in, the reason why I feel like it's hard is because you're not feeling in control. If you can get back into control by looking at what you can control, which is your discipline, your consistency, your strategy, if you can look at how you're playing on the edges and the choices that you have, if you can look at those things that you can control, you're not going to have that up and down yo-yo feeling and you're, not, you're going to feel more in charge of being able to control and steer to the direction that you need to go to. And that's going to be the biggest challenge for you. It's going to be the biggest taste of growth for you. And by the way, I do this on myself. I do this on myself. So I'm no preacher here. I'm a student of someone else and I'm a teacher for you and I'm a trainer for you and I'm coaching you through this. But we are all students of someone else and we are all teachers of someone else, right? That's where we all do it's our function no matter what we do. And so I'm sharing this with you because throughout this week I've had those questions be asked of me. And I wanted to address it straight away because I find that if we can remedy that, if we can regain the control, the word empowerment is a great pop culture word at the moment. If we can empower ourselves to get back into the game with things that we can control based on these things, then we have a greater possibility of finding our gift, pursuing the gift and unboxing it. So I hope this has been helpful for you. Wherever you are in the world, whatever you're doing, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Please make sure you share this. If you found value in this, please let me know. Please let me know what you enjoy so that I can give you more of that. If you have any questions, anything that you want to know in terms of your passion, please send them over to me. I'd love to know. I'd love to be able to take you through the other stage of that. Um, and obviously, pay this forward. If this has helped you and you want to hang around other people, if you want to hang around other people, if you want to hang around people who are like-minded and you've just been upskilled and this has been an aha moment or something really just a penny dropped for you in this, share it with a friend, share it with a colleague that you spend time with because the more you can share with what you, what you consume, the more they will, you will together, you and your friend and your colleagues, you will be on the same page. So when you're discussing things, when you're brainstorming, when you're being positive, when you're being proactive, you're being proactive on the same topics because you've studied the same things, you've heard the same things. And that allows a greater level of connection and bond and friendship and work because you're all coming from the same mindsets and that comes from consuming the same thing. So if this has been of help, then please make sure you share this and please let me know your thoughts because I only want to provide that in which is a huge value for you. So wherever you are in the world, whatever you're doing, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. And remember my advice to myself and to you is life is a gift. Unbox it.